If you're involved in a relationship with a Cluster B, chances are you've been sold a bill of goods. So what do we do when we realize they won't become what they aren't? Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. It sounds like a conundrum. They won't become what they aren't. What do I mean by that? Well, for a lot of us who are involved in a cluster B relationship, and I will start off with a trigger warning. If you are a borderline, undiagnosed, or you suspect you have borderline personality disorder, or if you're a narcissist, again, undiagnosed, this podcast is not for you. This is a podcast for survivors at the hands of these behaviors which are emotionally, physically, financially abusive. So the statement, they won't become what they aren't. A lot of us who get involved in relationships, including myself with a cluster B, we find ourselves wanting and desiring the person that we thought they were to come back, to resurrect itself. But I'm going to tell you with that statement, that in my opinion and in my experience of over 21 years now, they won't become what they aren't. And by that, I mean, we fell for a mirage. We fell for a shape shifter. Borderlines, narcissists, cluster Bs are very good at presenting themselves at the beginning uh, as people that we want. It's almost like they sell us an image of what we want to see. And I know that that's particularly true in my instance. My wife of over 20 years was my fantasy when I met her. Oh my gosh. And then what happens is, is that when we go into the devaluing and the discard stage, which inevitably happens with a cluster B, when they, when the mask starts to slip off of the narcissist, and we begin to see them for who they are. We want what we had to come back to us. And the unfortunate thing is, is that they won't become what they aren't, or I guess a better statement would be, they won't become what they weren't. They weren't that person. And that's an incredibly painful statement for me to make because I have had to accept that my wife of over 21 years will never be the person that she was because she really wasn't that person. She was presenting to me an image of a person that I so desired, the person that I fell in love with, but she wasn't that person. So are cluster B's frauds? Are they emotional frauds? No, I don't think that they are. I, you know, some of them, don't have the intention of being trying to be a good partner to you. Some may argue that they do go into the relationship with all the best of intentions, but then unfortunately, as time progresses, they can't keep that image. They can't keep up the act. So are they emotional frauds? Well, maybe we should explore that in a future podcast, but They aren't who they were. And I know you have to wrap your head around that. I have. It's incredibly disappointing 
and very sad, in my opinion, that my wife isn't who I thought she was. People write songs about it. There are a lot of songs that I think touch on cluster B's when you listen to music out there. I know we've talked about, I've talked about, I had a podcast about uh, a song out there by Taylor Swift, you know, that really talked about um, basically it's very strange behavior. If you haven't had a chance, listen to the podcast is Taylor Swift, you know, singing about borderline personality disorder or narcissistic personality disorder. They kind of tend to be the same in many ways, although there are differentiating characteristics and behaviors. So I think a lot of us, if you look at the bulletin boards out there, a lot of us are saying, I just want the person that I fell in love with. And we're holding out hope. And I hate to say this. And it again, I really do hate to say this because I don't want to be the wet rag. I don't want to be the person that tears down your hopes and wants. But chances are, and everybody is different, they won't return to what they were because they never were. What you bought into was somebody trying to be something that you wanted. They hook you. They bring you into the fold. And then unfortunately, as most patterns show us, behavioral patterns, they discard you. And that's very painful. And so what we tend to do is that we tend to sort of boomerang back I found myself doing that sometimes. Oh, but you know, when I met her, she was wonderful. What happened? And then we start to blame ourselves. Well, I must have done something. Maybe if I do this, and I've talked about this in countless podcasts, we're constantly trying to reinvent ourselves because we so desperately want what they were, but they weren't. They can't be that person because they weren't that person to begin with. The love bombing is intense. It's intense. And it's everything we ever wanted. You know, when you're codependent, when you're an empath, when you find somebody who reflects back to you who you want, the dream picture It's almost too good to be true. And the old saying is, well, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably isn't. Well, that goes for a cluster B. The love bombing is intense. It's wonderful. It's a luminary period that most relationships go in. But, you know, normal relationships, once the luminary period is over and, you know, everything is just beautiful and perfect and we kind of settle into a normal life pattern, the difference is with the cluster B, They get bored. If it's a narc, they're going to get bored and discard you. If it's a borderline, they're going to be fearful that you're going to leave them. And so they're going to make life very difficult for you. They're not going to work on making the relationship better. You're going to be surviving in the relationship. You're going to be so desperately wanting to survive. And that's the difference between a normal relationship and a dysfunctional relationship. There are people out there who truly love each other where it's reciprocal. I love you. You love me. We wouldn't stop at anything to make our relationship better. The cluster B's don't do that. The relationship is ruptured. It's hemorrhaging. And we are responsible for keeping it together. 
And most of us seem to have undying energy and devotion to doing that. And folks, that's a waste of your time. And I say that with empathy. So many of us, including me, are wasting years of our lives trying to put the relationship like Humpty Dumpty, trying to put the egg back together again. We're constantly reinventing ourselves. I know I went through years of jading, constantly justifying, arguing, defending, and explaining myself. While the abuse continued, the neglect continued. And for some reason, it's never their fault. They don't need to change. You do. You have to do more. And it's an endless pit. It's a chasm. And you just keep throwing yourself into it. And you keep questioning yourself because you're being gaslit. They're telling you, well, it's your fault. And you start to believe it. And you start to form the trauma bond. Why do we do that? Why can't we see the forest for the trees? Why do we believe that they will come back and that they will metamorphose into the person that they pretended to be? It's not going to happen. And that's a really difficult point that most of us and some of us never get to because we believe it's our fault. We believe we can change them. We can fix them. We can show them the goodness. We can make them love us. And at the end of the day, none of that is going to work. They can't, they can't comprehend it. They can't wrap themselves around it. It's very difficult for me to sit here and tell you that my wife doesn't care about me. She doesn't see me. She doesn't love me. I'm not proud to say that. I would love to be able to say the opposite. I would love to be able to say that my wife does care about me, that she's got my back, but she doesn't. She isn't the person that I thought she was. And it took me a heck of a long time. And this is why I do this podcast to realize it, to help you Work through it and discover your own value. And in order for me to continue this work, please do leave me a five-star review on whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It helps grow this podcast. And I've seen exponential growth of listenership through your support and your understanding of my mission. I just want people to be aware I'm not here just to emote about my failed marriage or my failed relationship with my cluster B. I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm not looking for people to feel sorry for me. I'm trying to warn people. I'm trying to make people aware, understand what they're dealing with, maybe strike some commonality between my situation and theirs and learn from it. And if anything, grow their own self-esteem, and self-worth. That is the only path to healing because they won't become what they weren't. Please stop waiting for that. 
because it's not going to happen. Myinnertorch at gmail.com. Always appreciate hearing from you. Appreciate your five-star review of this podcast on whichever platform you're listening to. Also, know that I will continue to upload new episodes every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be well, and in whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch. <laughs>